You're listening to Bariatric Life Podcast, a podcast about weight loss surgery. Chris and I are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. We are sharing our personal views and opinions only. Please always follow your doctor's advice. Follow us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and at Amanda's BSG. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show. We are so excited to announce a new partnership with Titan Nutrition. They have proteins, vitamins, pre-workouts, and superfoods. Their proteins come in flavors like peanut butter fudge and snickerdoodle. Mmm, snickerdoodle's my favorite. And they have 24 grams of protein. Go to titannutrition.net and use code bariatriclife for 10% off your order and get free shipping. Again, that is titannutrition.net and discount code bariatric life, all one word. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And this is take two because we are sharing our podcast space with chickens and they were acting crazy on our first try. Uh-oh. Oh no. And it looks like it might be chicken nap time. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> An update from the last episode, uh, last week's episode, is I've decided not to do the masterclass coach training, health coach, health coaching class. Masterclass. Masterclass. That was so (laughs) messed up. But anyway, uh, there's a lot going on right now, and I'm not in a schooly headspace. Chickens. Hopefully, I will be getting a new job soon. Fingers crossed. I might jump off the roof if I don't get this job. I'd really prefer you didn't. But I never said what we were talking about today. That's true. And it is changing goals. And how at the beginning of my weight loss journey, I had a series of goals. And they have since changed have been surpassed and i've added to them and chris thinks i'm on a slippery slope i do cough cough so we're gonna so 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 we're gonna talk about the initial goals that i had okay and then how i'm on a slippery slope now yes I mean, you're on a slip inside at a 45-degree angle that's covered in soap. Wow. That was a little harsh. I almost thought you were going to say specific and no. was meant to be humorous. But <laughs> all right, it's not really 45. It's maybe like 15 degrees. <laughs> but there's still soap. There's still soap there. So one of my initial goals was to hit Wonderland, Mm -hmm. which was about a 50-pound loss for me. Right. And then I wanted to weigh less than Luna when she was 180 pounds. Right. Luna the dog. And then Luna decided that you're losing weight, so I'll, I'll join you. I'll lose some weight, too, and hunger strike. Yes. So then I wanted to weigh less than Luna when she was at 163. Mm hmm Which then leads into 
the ultimate goal at the time was a hundred pounds lost, which mm-hmm. would have been one forty seven. Right. And then things started a downward trajectory from there even more. Yeah, that's that's when the soap came out and got put on the slip and slide. Okay. All right. I wanted to be in the normal BMI range, which was right around 145, so not too so that bad. Was, yeah, that wasn't soap. Yeah. But then some goals started creeping in that I only recently told you about. Mm-hmm. And the chickens are up again. Yeah. But we're, oh, it's right at four minutes again. I know. Maybe it's us talking. Could that be. gets them going. We're just going to power through this, and I'm sorry if there's a lot of chicken chatter. Cheep, cheep, cheep. Chicken chatter. That could be the name of our next podcast. Oh, and it's just hours of chickens chirping and the weird sound they make when they lay eggs. That's a god-awful sound. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> it sounds painful. Well, I'm sure it probably is. Yeah. And now we've got the fridge making noise, too. This is just a fabulous episode. It is. Because I don't edit. As I've said before, I quit editing. So you get all the noises. And the coughs. And the so's. After the normal BMI, which was 145. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a little secret goal of having 100 pounds lost since surgery, which would have been a total of like 113, 113 pounds, because I lost almost 13 pounds prior to surgery on my liquid diet. Yep. So then there is the secret goal of the 100 since surgery, which would have put me at 134 pounds. Okay. And then? And then I recently discovered, well, first of all, I'm still losing weight, even though I'm not trying. Mm-hmm. I'm still losing. And then I recently thought, well, would not be cool if I lost exactly half of my highest weight? And then? There's no in then. That's where it is right now. So I'm like two pounds shy of half of my weight. Mm -hmm. My nose suddenly started running. I don't know why. Um, And part of me is like, wow, that'd be really cool to lose another two pounds and lose half of my highest weight. Mm -hmm. But you're afraid... That it's just going to keep going from there. I am. Now, here's something to consider that I just thought about as we were talking about this. You also had a boob lift and implants. I bet those implants weigh two pounds. Oh, you think so? I do. I mean, you don't know the exact size, so I can't Google it and confirm. Oh, I do know the size. Oh. Okay. Well, what's the size? They were 350 cc's. Okay. You talk while I Google. So, he is afraid 
350 each. Yeah. He is afraid that the goals are just going to keep coming. Now, I will say that I got in the tub recently and I went to lay down in the tub and I all I could feel was my spine. And I thought, damn, I might be too thin. Which I never thought at 247 pounds that I would ever say that I'm too skinny. So, feeling my spine on the bottom of the tub was like a too skinny kind of moment for me. So, he's afraid that I'm... I'm having a hard time just talking to myself. It's fine. So, I've got it. It's 1.5 pounds. Oh, I was close. You were close. So, if you factor that in, because that's weight added, mm -hmm. that you'll never be able to lose that. Right. Then you're basically there. Mm -hmm. But you're... There's these other things kind of floating around in my head that I know are unrealistic. Mm -hmm. uh, such as? Such as what if I weighed what I did when I got pregnant 22 years ago. And then there's also the thought of what if I weighed what I did in high school, which is even less than now. Now I... I you know, the BMI is bullshit as it is. Yes. But I am still within a normal BMI. You're on the low end of normal. I am. And I am willing to wager <clears throat> that if you continue on this trajectory, that you're going to get a fussing at by your doctor because you will be underweight. And then they're going to start looking at me and thinking that I'm poisoning you. And <laughs> then the cops are going to show up and it, it's just going to be a shit show. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I very rarely go to the doctor, so I don't know which doctor you're talking about that's going to fuss at Any me. Any doctor. And do they even fuss about, like, underweight? I don't know. I don't know. I know that DCS frowns upon it. Yeah, but I'm not a child. But you want to be the size of one. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to be the size of one. And we have to consider, too, that I'm short. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that are kind of concerning me. Mm -hmm. But then, like, at the same time, like, I'm not trying to lose weight, but I am. Right. But mentally, I'm also, like, not ready to gain weight, even though I probably should. And it's really a mind fuck for me. I, I can see that. Like, I'm not actively trying to lose weight anymore. Well, and I think, like we were talking about last night, um, it's been a year, and you're still mentally thinking, I could eat two slices of pizza. Yeah, that was such a bad idea. And I said, are you sure? And 
I'm pretty sure you mumbled something under your breath and well I said maybe one and a half and then I had one and a half and was miserable mm. so like I still don't even know how to eat right and I think <laughs> that's part of it is maybe during the day you're mentally still looking at I've got to keep my calorie count below some number or I can't eat all of this so I'm not going to and it seems like if you're around me you're like oh I could eat all of this well, but when you're not around me you're more cognizant and aware of what you physically can put in your stomach no so maybe I'm the bad I don't, influence I don't think so at all it traditionally I've been able to eat more at night yeah and like I hadn't eaten much of anything yesterday right not, so I was super hungry and I thought like this will fit yeah I haven't eaten much and I'm super hungry and I want two pieces of pizza it was more so like I wanted two pieces of pizza mm. it wasn't that you're a bad influence or anything like that it was sure sure I was I wanted to eat two pieces of pizza right and I physically could not eat right that much so we're having chili tonight you've again only had a very stale uncrustable today yeah that was a sad uncrustable so maybe we start with one and a half cups of chili and then see how that settles in your stomach. Yeah. But back to the goals. Mm -hmm. I am... Long pause. A, long pause. I am aware of the mental fuckery that's going on. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it necessarily to go on. But, I mean, it's hard to stop your mind from thinking what you think. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. You're not going to just wake up one morning and go, that's it, fuck it, I'm done with this. And then turn it off like a light switch. It, it just doesn't work that way. Well, and I've <clears> been, you know, for years and years and years, it's been, oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to lose weight. And now it's hard to change that mindset of, I probably should gain right. five to 10 pounds. And I don't even know how to do that at this point. Like technically I should, I should be in that maintenance mm -hmm. area, but yet I'm still losing. Well, and so look at your habits in your daily occurrences so and in this so but this past month you've had this step back going yeah which is way more steps than you normally take yes and it's been a month long it so has you've been. been burning more calories than you normally would because the steps are just ridiculous in my opinion the step um goal yeah. Or quota. Um, and, and you probably need to eat some denser calorie foods. So 
you're walking more and still eating what you were when you were trying to lose weight or initially entered maintenance mode, <clears throat> but you're burning more calories. You're doing a daily walk almost, you're almost at 300 days now where you passed it. I passed 300 days. Okay. I thought you had, but I didn't, wasn't sure. So you're, you're still continuing to burn a lot of calories and you're not replenishing those. Yeah. And especially this past month, you've burned probably a lot more. I'm not going to put a number because I don't know. Yeah. But like, and I guess that's why they say to wait a year before you have weight loss surgery. Mm -hmm. Which mine was a little shy of a year. Mm -hmm. But like, I haven't had any negative. Don't, don't don't say it. Just don't don't jinx it. What? I don't know, but it looks like you were about to say something that would jinx it. No, I was just gonna say that like the weight that I've lost since my plastic surgery hasn't had a negative effect from the past or on the plastic surgery. Okay, I got you. Like another weird thing is that and this fucks with me too, is that like I like what I see in the mirror. Okay. And like sometimes I'll find myself just like looking at my stomach. Like that's a flat stomach. I worked hard for that. I mean, I didn't do push-ups or sit-ups <laughs> or anything to get it, but I went through all the pain and true. The the restrictive food intake for the past year plus. Yeah. How long has it been? Like 14 months. Let's see. 14 We're and a half. Recording this in April, so yeah, 14 months. Yeah. Just shy of 15. Because you had the surgery At on... At the end of January. Yeah. So, yeah. Changing goals and little secretive ones that I didn't want to share with you because you will judge me. I'm not judging you. I'm trying to be cautiously encouraging I don't think that's the right way of saying it I think you're concerned that is the word I was uh, trying to avoid using <laughs> <laughs> so no fuck you I did use the right words <laughs> but it's also like do I have some kind of like disordered thinking well I mean, it's counting calories has always been a slippery slope, you know, and then just long pause because I'm trying to think. Here's a brief chicken intermission while I <laughs> gather my thoughts. <laughs> Like, I'm afraid I'm trending toward some kind of disordered path. 
to quote my therapist, you're not there yet, but you're definitely trending that way. Mm-hmm. So. But I don't. You don't feel like you have a problem. You see it could spiral into something, but as it sits right now, it's not an actual fully realized issue. But if you don't do something to control it, that's where it's trending. So part of me is like, I hope I don't reach that half of my highest weight goal. Mm -hmm. Because... Well, then you need to stop calling it a goal. Well, If it's a goal, that's something you're headed towards. Nobody says, oh man, I hope I reach that goal of winning the lottery. I hope I don't make my goal of winning the lottery. Nobody, literally nobody has said that ever in the history of humanity. You make a very good point. I mean, and I wouldn't even call it a milestone or a benchmark. I would just... I would call it a threshold. A threshold is like, well, right, we're at the limit. What I was going to say was I hope I don't reach it Mm -hmm. because then there won't be another one behind it. Okay. And then that makes you feel what? Like I feel like if I do reach that weight Mm -hmm. then there will just be another another thing behind it so you'll just goal and goal and goal and goal and so we talked about ranges before yeah i would say your bottom threshold is a half a pound from where you're at now and then find something at the upper end of the range that you want to be in and set that as your upper threshold. And then your goal becomes staying between the lines. Yeah. Which is probably going to be a difficult goal. You, and depending on the time of year and the activity levels, you might drop, dip below that bottom, that floor threshold, or you might go up above the ceiling threshold, but the goal would be to keep it in between the lines. And that's one that you can mentally focus on until one or both of us get dementia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Because you know I'm going to get it. Long pause. <laughs> Chicken intermission. Chicken intermission. Yeah. I just, I, I know you, and you, you do always have to have a, a goal or a target of some sort. And I think you're right. If you get down that low, then you're going to want to set something else. And I think that something else should be keep it between the lines. That's a huge brain shift. I know. Which makes the goal even more challenging. And you like challenges. That's true. And it's all about 
the way you look at it. Like, if you tell me I can't have more than two pieces of pizza, my initial thought is, I'm a grown-ass man. I will eat what I damn well please. And then I do, and I'm in pain, and you say, I told you so. What does that have to do with anything? That it's a challenging goal. Stay, if you tell somebody you can't do this, if, if you tell yourself, I can't lose any more weight than this, then that's going to be all you're focused on is, yeah, I can. Watch me. But if you tell yourself, I have to keep it between the lines, I can't let myself deviate from that, now all of a sudden, it's a very difficult challenge and target those chickens man I tell ya <laughs> we might have to find a new podcast space yeah go hide in my closet <laughs> <laughs> I've recorded many a podcast in my closet it's very tiny though yeah you'd have to sit on my lap that would be fun okay I feel like I'm a size now where I could do that sit on your lap and you wouldn't be like Bleh. Was never like <laughs> at two fifty. I would not have sat on your lap for any amount of money, but at one twenty five, I will sit on your lap. I have all kinds of comments, but I'm not going to make them. <laughs> That's the wrong podcast. Every podcast, there's like some sort of something. That gets you smirking and you have sexual I'm a comments. guy. I'm a guy. It's all dick and fart jokes. My dad is 60 some odd years old. Still dick and fart jokes. I have never heard your dad tell a dick joke. No, you have not. He is far too good of a man to do that. In front of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. He is far too good and wholesome and gentle of a man to do that in mixed company. In front of a lady. Yes. However, if it's me and him or me, him, him and Will, all bets are off. <laughs> I had no idea. Yes. Goodness gracious. So, doesn't matter how old you get as a guy, dick and fart jokes are still funny. In sexual innuendo? Yes. That's even better. That's like platinum level comedy right there. I hope you can even hear what we're saying over <laughs> the chickens. <clears throat> but anyway, circling back to where we were. I think that challenge moving forward is keeping it in that range that you define. <clears throat> and... Just like we were talking about earlier, goals will change. That range will probably change. Especially as we get older and are less mobile or, you know, other things as, as we age or just circumstances change. So it's not like that threshold is etched in stone and, you know, can never be crossed. It's... This is the range I want to shoot to keep at for the next six months, nine months. Mm -hmm. And then after that period of time, 
evaluate it and go, you know what, actually, I could go up a little higher. I could go, I mean, I wouldn't go down more than you're at now, but you know, you just reevaluate that goal as you go. Every six, nine months a year, you write it down and say, this is what I'm gonna do. It is kind of wild to think like, huh, maybe I'm too skinny. Which as a woman feels like very shitty to say, like kind of vulgar. Yeah. Like it's okay for us to call ourselves fat, but it's not okay for us to call ourselves skinny. It's not okay for you to call yourself fat, but it's not okay for us to call each other fat, but it's okay. Women upon women upon women call themselves fat in their head. I know. And, and it's not healthy. Sure, it's not. But it's what we do. I know. But it's also not okay to call yourself skinny. Feels like a betrayal. Yeah. I can go grab the air fryer and pop them in there. <laughs> Those chickens are so loud. I'm so sorry. Roasted chicken to go with our chili tonight. Yeah. Maybe we should close this up. <laughs> All right. So, to summarize, you are very close to having lost half your weight. Yes. Your goals have changed over the past year. You've kept some of them to yourself and didn't share them. And your new goal is going to be trying to keep it between the lines. Now you have to define what those lines are. I'm, I'm not sure I'm committed to that goal that you created for me. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, that made me sound like a really controlling and shitty person. Thanks. No. No, not controlling and shitty. It was a good suggestion. I'm just not sure I'm there yet. Which also makes me have feelings. Like, talking about it, I know it makes sense. And it's reasonable and uh, healthy. But I'm not sure I'm there mentally. Well. I know I need to be. Then we'll focus on finding ways to help you get there mentally. Yeah. Cheap, cheap, motherfuckers. Cheap, cheap, <laughs> cheap, cheap motherfucker. <laughs> we will see you next time where we're going to talk about ice cream anxiety. Ooh, yes, intriguing. Very. What does that mean? One has anxiety about ice cream, but why? But why? Why indeed. Stay tuned the next time. See you, bye. Bye.